wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth. We give God praise this morning. I also want to bless God for the grace that we continue to enjoy under the leadership of God's servant. I pray that as I minister God's word unto you, I know that that same grace shall minister unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. This month on the Sundays, we are looking at the unlimited power of faith. Understanding the unlimited power of faith. And in this service, we are looking at the part three of this service. Understanding the unlimited power of faith, part three B. I want to begin by saying that in Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 4, The Bible says that the just shall live by his faith. So faith is the heart of the believer. The just shall live by his faith. Faith is the heart of every believer. Just as heart failure results in death, so also faith failure result in failure in destiny. We saw that in the life of Peter in Luke chapter 22 verses 31 to 32 Jesus said, said, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon behold Satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I prayed for thee that thy faith faileth not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. One of the weapons the devil uses against every believer is the weapon of an evil wind. He said the devil desired to blow you with his evil wind as wheat. But because I prayed for you that your faith will not fail, you were able to stand on your ground. What that one means is that faith is what makes the believer a heavyweight against the wind of the devil. So many believers have been blown away by demonic wind because of lack of faith. When your faith does not fail, your destiny cannot fail. If your faith does not fail, You cannot be blown away by the evil wind of the devil. So he said, you were able to stand because I pray that your faith faileth not. So for your faith to fail, 
It's like your heart failing in the natural that results in death. So the power in the believer cannot be seen except that one is grounded in faith. So the just shall live by his faith. In other words, the just shall die by his lack of faith. Hallelujah. So faith is the life fire of every believer. Also, we have established that the fulfillment of every prophecy is at the mercy of your faith. Whatever God has said over your life, the Bible said that it's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent of what he has said. Whatever God has said over your life, he is committed to bring it to pass. But in Luke chapter 1 verses 45, he said, Blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of the things that were told her. So, prophetic words come to pass in our life at the altar of our faith. It is our faith in what God has said that brings manifestation of the things that God has said. So God has said so many things in your life, in His Word, through prophecy, through testimonies, that those things are supposed to come to pass in your life. God only needs your faith to bring them to pass in your life. At the end of this year, the difference between two conquerors, one soaring high and one still on the floor, among other factors, is their faith. Their faith. Because the prophetic word will only come to pass in your life according to your faith. If God says no more head, your faith in it is what will make it manifest in your life. If God says this year no more sickness, it is your belief in that way that will make it happen. It is not just because God has said it, it will automatically come to pass. God needs your faith for there to be a performance. Hallelujah. That is the reason why there are so many people that have so many prophetic words upon their life. But you are not seeing them in, in their life. It's not because God's word is not true. It's not because the people who prophesy them are false. It's because their faith is not in intact. Hallelujah. If your faith is in place, Every prophetic word of God comes to pass in your life. What is this faith that we are talking about? Faith is being fully persuaded in God and in His word. Full persuasion in God and in His word, irrespective of the prevailing circumstance. In Romans chapter 4, reading from verse 16, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end, to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed, 
not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope, believe in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be, and be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead, when he was about hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he has promised, he was able also to perform. So Abraham did not consider the prevailing circumstance of the deadness of the womb of Sarah, but he was fully persuaded and convinced in the word of the Lord that what God has said will surely come to pass. And that is what the Bible describes as strong in faith. He did not stagger or waver in what God has said. That is the definition of faith. If God has said something in your life, and then you are looking at other sources as your help. You are not fully persuaded in that word. Abraham was fully persuaded. He did not have an iota of doubt. But the Bible says that he was persuaded in the thing that God has said. That he is able to bring that thing to pass. So faith is your full persuasion. Whereby you are not tossed by any wind of prevailing circumstance. As far as what God has said in James chapter 1, verses 6 to 8. James chapter 1. He said, then says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. When he is asking, let him ask in faith. And what is that faith? Not wavering, tossed by any circumstance. Because the moment you doubt in your heart, Never think that you can receive anything from God. So faith is your full persuasion in God that is able to do what He has said in your life. Hallelujah. That is faith. That you are not resorting to other sources of help except the Lord build it. They labor, labor in vain those that build. God does not want to share his glory with any man. So the moment that you have an alternative source of help, then God rejoices himself. 
Blessed are those that trust in God. Jeremiah 17, verses 7 and then 8. Blessed are those that trust in God. There are so many people, they say we believe God, but they are looking up to other things for help. There are other people that think that their certificate is what will bring to pass what God has said. There are other people, their means of help, they think because they speak good English language, they can make it in life. There are other people that certain things have become graven images in their life. And those are the things that they think can be of help. When your confidence and your persuasion is moved away from God, and then it is resulted in other things, it is not faith. Never think that you can receive anything from God. Say that is double-mindedness. Looking up to God, Papa said, you cannot look up and then look down at the same time. It is either you are looking up or you are looking down. So he said, any time you claim to be looking up to God and then also looking up to man, never think that you can ever receive anything from God because that is not faith. Faith is your full persuasion in God. Hallelujah. There is miracle power in faith. And we want to look at some of the miracle miracles in the power of faith. Mark chapter 16 verses 20. Mark 16 verse 20. Talking about the disciples. God gave them a charge. And in verse 20, Jesus gave them a charge. In verse 20 he says that, And they went forth and preached everywhere. And the Lord working with them. And confirming the word with signs following. And the Lord was working with them. And by working with them, he confirmed this word with signs following. From this scripture, we get to understand that divine presence is what commands miracles. Divine presence is what commands signs and wonders. When we talk about divine presence, there are three kinds of God's presence. We have the omnipresence of God. That is God is everywhere. That is what David talked about in Psalm 139. That everywhere I go, to the sea, to the land, wherever, God is everywhere. Even at the beer bar, God is everywhere. That is the omnipresence of God. Then we have the manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God is the presence of God that is seen in the gathering of God's people. He said, wherever two or three will gather in my name, there I am in their midst. So when we gather like this, in the name of the Lord, the manifest presence of God is here. And in Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17, he said, the Lord in the midst of thee is mighty. 
He will do his strange works. He will do his strange acts. The manifest presence of God when we gather like this commands the mighty acts of God. That is why anytime we gather like this we see testimonies. The sick healed. We see the blind healed. We, we experience all kinds of testimonies. That is the manifest presence of God. God is here with us. But we have another level of the presence of God. That is the personalized presence of the Lord. That is God with you personally. God was with them. And he was working signs through their lives. We have seen the power of God in the manifest presence of God. But if there is one other thing we need to desire, it is the personalized presence of God. That is God with a man. God with a man. You may be a lightweight or a baby in the law. But carrying the presence of the law is what makes you a sign and a wonder. When you have the personalized presence of the Lord in your business as a student, you command signs and wonders because everything opens up to God. The Israelites, he said, the presence of the Lord was with them in the wilderness. Jordan drew back. The mountains keep like round. When you carry divine presence, you become an amazement. A stone, a rock was following them and then giving them water day by day. That is divine presence. If there is anything we need to desire, amongst other things, is the personalized presence of the Lord. In John chapter 8, Verses 29. John chapter 8. Verses 29. You can't carry the presence of God and not be a sign. Jesus speaking. He said, And he sent me, and he that sent me is with me. This is personalized presence. The Father has not left me alone. For I do always those things that please Him. And I do the things that please Him. This scripture gives us the reason why Jesus worked the work that He was working. Because the Father was with Him. Personalized presence. In Acts also chapter 10 verses 38. Acts chapter 10. Verse 38. He said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. For God was with him. So he went about doing good, healing all manner of sicknesses. So the personalized presence of the Lord is what makes you an amazement. In the life of Moses, Moses was an amazement to his world. But in Exodus chapter 33 verse 14, the secret of the signs that Moses wrote 
was the presence of God. He said, Lord, if you don't go with us, we cannot go. Except your presence go with us. How would they know that you have sent us? And God said, go. My presence will go with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So divine presence is a commander of signs and wonders. Among other things, that procures the personalized presence of the Lord is faith. Faith is what moves God to be with you. So every believer that walks in faith, amongst other factors, walk in the personalized presence of the Lord. Because in Romans chapter 11 verses 19 to 24 Romans chapter 11 verses 19 to 24 When we go we can have time and read Through faith the Bible says We are engrafted in God Through faith We are engrafted in God In a Greek they talk about engraftment of stem when one cell is engrafted into another cell, what happens is that that stem that is weak begins to enjoy of the flow of the stem that it is engrafted to. So whatever nutrients flow in that cell also flows into the weaker cell. So also every man of faith, you are engrafted into God. So when you are engrafted into God, now you, the weaker vessel, begin to draw from the flow of God. So whatever flows in God begins to flow into your life. That is why a person of faith, everything is possible to. Because with God, everything is possible. So when you move in faith, you are engrafted into God. And when you are engrafted into God, you draw of the virtues of God. So faith enables humanity to be swallowed up. Just as in God there is no sickness, when you move in faith by engraftment, you also begin to live healthy. Just as in God, there is no weakness, there is no poverty. When you are engrafted in God, you also enjoy a supernatural supply. So faith makes God go with you. Divine presence. And divine presence provides for us these miracles which are miracles of faith. One, deliverance. Anyone that walks in faith draws from the virtue of God, experiences divine presence, and that presence procures for you deliverance. In Matthew chapter 15, Matthew 15, 28 to 30. He said, and he was hungry. 
and will not go in. Therefore, come, therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he answering said to his father, Lo, neither these years. Sorry, Matthew 15. Twenty-eight. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made old from that very hour. And Jesus departed from them, and came near unto the sea of Galilee, and went up into, the, into a mountain, and sat down there. So by the faith of that woman, a woman that has been in bondage for so many years, that woman was delivered. So by faith, we come into contact with the miracle power of deliverance. Hallelujah. Also, divine presence, which we procure as a result of our faith, as a, as a result of our faith, also puts us in charge. Dominion is one of the miracle powers of faith. Dominion. In Romans chapter 8, verses uh, 31, if God be for us, who can be against us? When God's presence is with a man, no mortal man can be against that man. If God be for us, who can be against us? In other words, if God is not for you, just any other person can be against you. So it takes divine presence for you to be in charge. When you have the personalized presence of God, you are always in charge. We saw in the life of Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego, and then Daniel, in Daniel chapter 3, verses 28 to 36, before they took them in the fire, the people around said, we saw a fourth person, we saw a fourth person, like God, in the midst of the fire. Because of their faith, it moved God to be with them in the fire. And because Jesus was with them in the fire, none of them were hurt. So you are in charge. When people are going through heat, by the presence of the Lord that you receive as a result of your faith, you are always relaxed. You are always in charge. We saw in the life of Daniel too, by his faith, he was put in lion's den. And by that faith, the mouth of the lions were shut. Hallelujah. So, in faith, we procure divine presence and that brings us into a place of dominion. Finally, how do we connect to the breakthrough power of faith? How do we connect to this miracle power in faith? Dominion, deliverance. Second Corinthians chapter four verse thirteen. Second Corinthians chapter four. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe. 
and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Hallelujah. So one way we connect to this miracle power in faith is by our bold speaking. We having the same spirit of faith. We believe, therefore we have spoken. Faith comes from the heart. But faith is released via the mouth. The faith that will work for you is the faith that speaks what God has said. In life, one of the indicators that a person is alive is speech. When somebody is on the sick bed and is no more speaking, people begin to get afraid. But when the person is revived and begins to talk, he said, oh, now there is hope. He has started talking. The cheapest way to send your faith to death is not to speak. The power in faith is released through your bold speaking. If you are not speaking what God has said, you cannot draw or connect to the power in faith. It is interesting to know that when God called Moses in Exodus chapter 12, 4 verse 12, He told Moses, and I will be with your mouth. I was thinking about it, why God he didn't say that I will be with your hand. I will be with your leg. But he said, I will be with your mouth. I will be with your mouth. I will be with your mouth. And when Pharaoh had in his heart, and then the last miracle happened, he called Moses and said, Go as you have said. Go as you have said. He said, I will give you a map that your enemies shall not gain save. So the power in faith is expressed through your mouth, your bold speaking, your consistent speaking. That is what releases the power in faith. In Psalm 18 verses 44, as soon as they hear of me, they shall submit and they shall obey. Sickness is comfortable in your body because sickness has no head from you. Failure is there because you are not speaking to failure. As soon as they hear, they shall obey. I heard of one testimony of Papa that in the early days when they started their ministry, the church was not growing. So one time they were praying and then the Lord opened his eyes and he saw something like a darkness over the church and as he spoke boldly and commanded that darkness to depart 
said he saw that the darkness rolled like a mass. That is what is happening in the life of so many believers. Makes representation. The other ten pastor said. One pastor, one pastor in Winners who shared his testimony at that time said, Any time that he is passing, he sees, he never thought that there was a church there. He saw something like a mosque. He thought that place was a mosque. Until that darkness was confronted by those speaking, the people will not come. There are so many things that are happening in our lives that are misrepresentation. Shop, open, cosmetic shop. People pass by every day. They said they see that place. They, 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 the one person said, ah, there is a cosmetic shop here. I thought it was a restaurant. Until most speaking, the people were not coming. You want to marry a man, the devil dress you in cat. So people are seeing you like, uh, and nobody wants to marry, no woman wants to marry another woman, you to a Christian. So you speak boldly to situations, it will never keep way. Taking charge over issues of life is via your speaking, is via your speech. So manifestation of faith. We saw in the life of Abraham in Romans chapter 4 verse 17. His faith, the Bible says, he called those things that are not invisible things as though they were. So, it is a fact. Arrows of sickness is shooting. But don't speak it. In conclusion, the whole world was created via the speech of God. Everything we see in the world was by the result of God speaking and God said and God saw. The only thing God did not see was the only thing that God did not say. And God spoke and God saw. So the only thing you are permitted to see is the things that you say. So if you say you are sick, that is what you are permitted to have. Hallelujah. God saw darkness, but God did not speak darkness. He spoke what he wanted to see. So whatever issue in your life, for it, for you to gain command over that issue, don't speak your problems. Speak your expectations. Speak what you want to see. Because God confirmed the words of his messenger. So the power in faith is released through our bold speaking. Hallelujah. We want to be on our feet. We want to lift up your voice in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to confront certain issues. We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Congress Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.